pros and pros. I got a pretty good tan for the uh, month of December. Well, I mean, you live in Florida. Yeah, yeah I mean, I get it. I get it, but... I see where you're going here, though. Yeah, You so, want the people to know that you might, like, so they think you're cool. Well, yeah, I mean, I am cool. <laughs> yeah, no, so, I, I am cool. But, so, check this out. So, I, I go to Puerto Rico a few weekends ago, right? Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, Such okay. a small world. I didn't know. Well, I mean, you're re- we're required to post on social media, so I had to let the people know what I was doing. Yeah, okay. You know? yeah. So, so we're in, I'm in Puerto Rico, and I'm poolside at this... Oh, you poolside. Amazing resort. Oh, sipping at a resort. on resort. Yeah, sipping on oh. mojitos and oh, just okay. having a good time, man. You should come on wow, one of these trips. Wow, you are not a man of the people, let me tell you. You that. should come on the, one of these trips. No, because I'm a man of the people. We just don't go to Puerto Rico for three days to go to Puerto Rico. It was so much fun. So, anyway, sitting by the pool, right? And lo and behold, get to chatting with, you know, a guy and, and, and this girl sitting next to us at the, at the pool. My buddy say, hey, well, with me. And, and we're just talking him up. I'm like, hey, where are you from? He's like, oh, Tampa. Like, wait, what? You live in you're, you live in Tampa. He's from St. Pete. Mm-hmm. Cool dude's name's Ben, and so we just keep chatting. And, and he's like, uh, "Yeah, you know, you guys go boating." And we're like, "Yeah, yeah, we go boating." Like, yeah, cool. You goes, got a boat too. Hey, next weekend, why don't you guys come on come on my boat? And we're like, "All right, cool." You know, yeah. not expecting anything, whatever. So is fast this, forward. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Fast uh, forward. No, 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 no. I want to stop you there. Yeah, yeah. So as you're as you're like chatting up the two sipping mojitos yeah, yeah. at a five star so resort. So at this point, is, yeah, at the infinity pool, is yeah. the dude hitting on you or is he no, trying no, no, to be no, no, friends no. with? Cool you? dude, like cool guy. Okay. Like we were just, just like I'm just checking. We were, we were throwing out restaurants. We went to in in you know Puerto Rico. He, get, he actually gave us a recommendation to this amazing steak restaurant yeah. we went to that night. And so anyway, like I were like, all right, cool, man, cool guy. You know, whatever. We'll go hang out in Tampa. You know. So fast forward a week, mm-hmm. and, and it's Sunday. Yep. We show up at Ben's place. Yes. 14th floor of one of the nicest pads in Tampa. Yep. Meantime, you're sending me photos of oh, this. You, well, which you requested, by the I way. Just you left that you, out. I just wanted you to see out. You what, said, what you were doing. You said, you have to show me photos and share with me. Because so, I wanted to call you if you were bluffing on this. As a good friend, or I Or if this random dude you met in Puerto Rico was just full of shit. Well, it turns out he wasn't. Okay, fair enough. So yeah, it turns he out he wasn't. Turns out... This place is one of the most luxurious places I've seen. It. I mean, he's got a view of the bay. He's got a view of of Emily, Emily Arena, the port. I mean, anywhere you walk in this dude's apartment, he's got he's got the king's ransom view. So I'm like, all right, cool. This this only gets better from here. We hop on this boat, and I'll tell you what. This had to be the nicest boat I've ever been on in my life, outside of like a cruise ship or anything like that. We are we are flooring it in the middle of the bay, and it, we it's like cutting glass, man. Just just girting on the water. What an amazing experience. You're real relatable. What an amazing experience. We get to the island, right? Oh, the island. We get to the island. Beer Can Island. Your favorite island. I love beer. The island. And I told yeah. the story about that's, how you see, and I now, tried to buy the see, island. See, now that's way. a man. Yeah, well, that's a man of the people island. That's not like Which some we bougie. Went there. Yeah, that's not like a bougie no, island. No, no, no. We went you to can Beer make, Can. You can make 10 bucks an hour and go to Beer yeah, Can. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So we, we go to Beer Can and I start, you know, your name And I comes did try up. to buy a piece you of Beer You tried to buy the island. Which, for the record, I thought would be like. You know, investment like you. Like, they like they asked grand, for like, like fifty grand. They asked, no, they asked for like five grand, ten grand for because yeah. they wanted what was it? They wanted one percent or wanted a half a percent. They wanted two percent. They wanted two percent of an it. island they bought four dudes together yep. for like seventy five thousand. Yep. So like a year ago. So yep. you do the math, okay? Put an investment for like five grand. They've got some great ideas. We talked to the guys who owned it. Going to put a driving even range if, even in if, there. Even, and, whatever. Even if they they wanted to recoup some of that money, all right, fifty yeah. grand, whatever it is. So five and like yeah. the guys like he's like you have that kind You're of hijacking money. my story by the way but well continue. this is a better story oh okay got it, got so it. at that time you and i were like you know we're kicking back you're like yeah we, we could we could you know throw down on this not bad and then the guy won't tell us what one percent they want like how much they want 
And so we're like, we got this. And what was I don't even remember. Was it a million dollars for one percent? It was two million. It was two million dollars. Two million. So they think 1%. an island. So they wanted four million to buy in for two percent. These dudes bought this island a year ago. For which, seventy five thousand. Which by the way, a category five hurricane rips through. Wipes that goodbye. Bitch right out. Goodbye, goodbye to your two million dollars. You might as well just throw it in the ocean. Correct. Because that's where it goes. You would have to be. And even if and we love that place, you'd have to be an idiot. Or the guy was just messing with us. He, he had to be. There's no or, way or, you're getting or, or just not in touch with reality. You're which, not getting two clearly. million dollars for one percent. So of anyway, that. we show up to this island and I've never been on a boat that legitimately was like, ladies, anyone, anyone. I mean, this boat could fit fifty people on it. Anyone. I, I sat back and there was a one point where I was like, Okay, there was probably thirty people on this boat. 25 of them, I had no idea who they were. It's great. Great, great experience. Cruising through through uh, downtown Tampa at night, making a ruckus scene as as people are trying to ice skate down in Curtis Hickson. It's a great time, man. See, this great is time. why I like keeping you in my back pocket. Because you do all the legwork. You spend the money to go to Puerto Rico. You put in the effort. Oh, how great is this? How great is, is he this? texting you how right now? How great is this? All right, I the- get a text in the middle of this podcast from Ben. You ready? Okay, go ahead. You ready? Here's what the text says. Hey, Ryan. Going boat, boating tomorrow between three and six. If you want to join, so here's the no, beauty. I'm no joke, no lie. Look I at see this. it. No, Look, he's, it's right he's here. telling the truth. He's Middle telling the of truth. the podcast. He's telling the truth. So here's why I keep you as one wow. of my one this of my is friends. Amazing. So I keep you as one of my friends. He must be listening. You, see, yeah, because we're live. <laughs> we have the capability. So you spend the money to go to Puerto Rico. Uh huh. You put in the effort. Uh, which, to by make the way, friends. all happened on points. So that Puerto Rico trip. Uh, we cost don't me care. The listeners anything. don't care. So still, whatever. You go to Puerto Rico. Go ahead. Uh huh. This dude hits on you poolside. You make friends with whoa, him. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We were, we were broing out. And so you guys hit on each other poolside. You get on to the bus, or the boat, excuse me. Yeah. And uh, Bus, boat, whatever. Boat, same crap. Yeah. And uh, you, you have a good time. You hit it off. Yeah. And now, naturally, eventually, I will move in on this and end up being on that boat. Well, this is what, see, this is what you do. You cherry pick off of me. Off of you, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, that is your, I just, that's your go-to I mean, I, I'm just not going to Puerto Rico for three days. Well, I mean, uh, nor would I ever invite you to go to Puerto Rico right. with me. No, I'd rather go with, with better I, friends that I have yeah. than you. Uh, actually, every friend I have and would be a, better, is, a had, better partner on a trip than I you. had to do no legwork and the end result, which you, you failed to tell this part of the story. He knew when you guys met poolside who we were, and goes, oh, I watch you two because I watch Colbert, and you guys make Yo, me laugh I got a Colbert. second text. You ready? Yeah. Yes, he did He did mention that, and he, he more mentioned me than you, but Well, because okay. I wasn't there. So, second text. You ready? Go ahead. Also, getting a table with some friends Saturday night at Bar Howard again. Addicted. Let me know if you want to join. Hey, man. I'm good got, on that look, part. Let me tell you what. I, obviously, we had a good time last Sunday. Guy's like, good-looking dude. Knows how to have fun, right? You know, has got has got some coin if he wants to wants to throw down. Hey, Amen. I'm in. This is this per- is my this new is best perfect. friend. You're out. It's this, Bros and Ben, and that's it. This is You're perfect. Out. You lay the groundwork. I'll show up on the boat. I'm good. I, I don't need the table at at in Howard. Where is it on Howard? Bar Howard. Bar you Howard. Bar Howard. Where, dude, no. Oh, that's for, I forget I you. Safe, I forget you live in Georgia. Now. <laughs> I stay safe. I forget you moved. In, you moved I to Georgia safe, now. Yeah. You do that. You don't even live in St. Pete anymore. What are you, you talking me, about? You, you live you live in Oldsmar. You give me the phone call and I'll be on that boat, man. All right, I got you. All right. I'll keep you, you entertained before Colbert. You know, you know what what was cool though? We did boat by Amelie Arena. Yeah. Yeah. And 
It was it was very quiet and desolate out there because there are a bunch of losers at that's Amberley. that's yeah that's basically Nothing why. to cheer for well especially when their superstar is a, is a whiny baby and is he ever going to learn and is Nikita, Nikita Kucherov. Kucherov ever going to learn no because he this dude has more talent than any player on the ice in the NHL and he is a bona fide top five superstar in the league right now but he can't get out of his own way man. And you know what? If you didn't watch, what was it? What, who's the game against? I forget. Senators. Senators. If you didn't watch the end of that Senators game, which, by the way, was one of the best games of the season. Yes, yeah, Anthony Sorelli scoring. Uh, and, and we're an only talking hockey because of this. But, but Exactly. You hate talking hockey on the pod. Yeah, but you, but you love sleep. ripping Nikita Kucherov. Yeah, yeah, it's one of your day. favorite pastimes. One of so, my favorite things. So that's what we're going to do now. So Nikita Kucherov didn't play... What he played one shift in that third he period. Played, he sat out seventeen of the twenty minutes in the third. Okay, play so he played. Overtime. He played a shift in a half, maybe. One of the best players on in the in the third period didn't play in this the overtime. Team has yet to get it together, and John Cooper finally, finally says, "Sit your ass on the bench. I'm tired of my your my biggest gripe with John Cooper has been he sticks up for his guys, which is which is great, but he doesn't call his guys out. That's one of the things I like about like a guy like Barry Trotz. He'll call his guys out. He doesn't give or a Bruce Arians. or Bruce Arians. Well, the exception of Jameis Winston, he calls his sure. guys out. Okay, that's that's the one yeah, thing. I, we'll get he to does, that. Yeah, doesn't call his doesn't call his quarterback out very often. But Coop made, sent a message to Kucherov. I'm done playing with your crap. I'm done here. Like, either you're going to get your head in the game and either you're going to act like you're the, you're the MVP of the league and the biggest superstar in the league, or you're going to sit on the bench because guess what? We can win without you. This should have happened long This should have happened ago. in the playoffs last year. Well, he had no choice. The NHL benched him for Coop after the illegal hit, and still he didn't learn his lesson. The, he turns the puck over. They're up one goal. He tries to go between the legs of a defender, leads to the goal, sits him on the bench. But it's not just that, because he could pull that move off. It's the culmination of what he has been like the last few years. Is not held accountable to himself through the media, doesn't show up, doesn't speak to the media. The illegal hit in the playoffs was the most selfish act you could do. Benched a game with that team down 2-0, then 3-0 in the playoffs because he put someone's head into the board. The dude is tiring. His act is tiring. His talent is unbelievable. And finally, he was sulking and scouring at the end of that bench on Tuesday night. Tonight they come back. He better show up. He better have a big game. And this this has to be it. Because if this team doesn't win a Stanley Cup in this stretch of let's date back since they were in the Cup a few years ago till the window's closing, man. And be oh, the window's not closing. They got Vassy. You got Hetty. You got all these guys, guys are wrapped up. Time, but-, but there comes a point. Where you're going to lose some of these Here's, guys. Here, let, me, let me say something. So when, it, when a team loses in such a traumatic fashion like the Bolts did, it is hard to recover. Think of the Atlanta Falcons a few years ago when they lost that, uh, that what was it, 24-3 to lead in the Super Bowl. The Atlanta Bowl. Falcons also didn't set the record for most wins. I understand in, that, but I'm saying, I'm saying they were on the cusp of winning a, a championship. An epic collapse led to them never really getting back to even close to that point again from a few years ago. For, to me... Look at what's happened with the Lightning. And remember, they they had a, what was it? A, they were up 3-2 in that series with the Caps to go to the Cup a few years ago against Vegas. They let the Caps come back and win those two. You thought last year, okay, this is going to be the time they put it all together, and they have an epic collapse. One of the worst collapses in the sports history. It's hard to recover from that, and I think this team is realizing that. Now, there's a lot of people that are saying, you know what, they're coasting through the regular season. I understand the importance of the regular season. They learned this last year doesn't, doesn't mean squat, but... 
Dude, that's a traumatic thing to, to get nah. past. And a traumatic thing for their superstar in Nikita Kucherov to get past. He has traumatic? not been reliable. No. It's traumatic. traumatic. It is traumatic. Yo, grow These up, players, get on the ice, be the best player traumatic, in the world, dude. and go win games. These guys, understand, Kuch should do that. But he he is too affected, too affected emotionally. And you see it. You see his emotions he get the best of him soft. on the ice. He is soft. You call it soft. I call it. He's just in his own head. He doesn't. He doesn't know how to remove that stuff from his head and just go out there and play the best hockey he's we'll capable of. Never question his desire to win, his work ethic, and let me tell or you something. As a teammate. You brought this up. You brought this up. When Steven Stamkos hangs it up, who's going to be the guy? I know, obviously, Hedywood. You look to Kucherov to be that leader in that yeah. in that locker room. He never will be. He never will be. He is not wired that way. And once Steven Stamkos hangs it up. This team's going to lose its identity from a captain standpoint. Is it going to be Hedman? Well, it's going to be someone else. I'm just saying that's that years from now. your best player on the team should be the guy who's setting the example. And Nikita Kucherov, time and time again, does not do that. All right, that's enough hockey talk. Uh, one guy who certainly has not set the example off the field is Jameis Winston for years and years. But all of a sudden, once Bruce Arians finally, finally didn't coddle his quarterback when asked a few weeks ago, what he would tell the owner the assessment of Jameis Winston is, and B.A. said, well, you know, we're going to have to wait until the end of the season. There's some really, really good. There's some really, really bad with Jameis. Ever since Finally, that point. Ever since ever that, since point. that point, point, Jameis Winston looks like the guy this team for five years has been waiting for. With the exception of the turnovers, a career high of 24 this year. But over this last, since he made those comments, two-game stretch, He's got eight touchdowns, I think two interceptions. He's passed for 450-plus yards in back-to-back games. Which That's never first, happened first in the history yeah. of the sport. Now, all of a sudden, as we, and me, me, because I, I have been very loud about this, I said, do not give him an extension. Tag him or give him a two-year bridge contract. All of a sudden, and I'll raise my hand, hey, maybe it's time to give Jameis Winston a long-term deal. Here's, here's what I'll say. He's 26 years old, right? He's in the prime. He's, he's, he's entering the prime of his career. Uh, he's 25 years old. He's entering the prime of his career. He's going to pass for 5,000 5, yards this year. But also... He, he's got over 30 touchdowns. Now, again, the turnovers are a problem. They're but I, but here's, what I, here's clearly what I think is... It, they're going to have to understand that with a guy like Jameis, you're going to get the good and the bad together. And he's going to be a quarterback that's going to lose you some games, but he's going to be a quarterback that's going to win you some games. This is the best offense this team has ever had in its franchise's history. And Jameis Winston is a big reason for that. He has the potential. I know we've said it time and time again. And I, and we have, we have on this program and on the air, we have ripped him for the fact that he just cannot, he cannot take care of the football. He's a poor leader at times, but you can't argue this fact. The dude has talent, immense talent. And there are quarterback-hungry teams in this league that will take a chance on a guy that has immense talent. He has stayed clean off the field for the most part for the last couple of years. Obviously, that Uber driver incident happened, what, in 2017, I believe, or 2016? It's been a couple of years since we've had any rumblings of him having off-the-field issues. Jason Light wants to attach himself to Jameis Winston, rightfully so, because he wants it to work. This organization wants to attach itself to Jameis Winston because they so badly want a quarterback that's going to work. He finally has put it together statistically, statistically this year. He's never going to cut down on those turnovers. I think you got to live with that. But Justin, and I was on this very same, very same podcast saying, 
you you just can't. I, I've said it time and time again. You've got to part ways. You've got to move on. Now I'm in the position where Jameis has changed my mind. Isn't it I don't know how you can't keep him. I've never. I can't think of a of a dude that you just keep going. The pendulum swings back and back forth and on forth him. on more than any other athlete. And it's not just us here locally. It's nationally. You listen to NFL Network, ESPN, and, and one week one guy's saying, got to get rid of him. The next week, oh, no, you, you got to keep him. And it just never ends. And at this point, the timing is working out nicely for Jameis because he is his stock has been maybe higher than it's ever been in these last two weeks. If he closes it out strong going the rest of the way, dude's going to get paid. Dude's going to get paid regardless. He's on pace. But he's really going to get he's paid. He's on pace to throw for the fourth most yards all time for a single season. In Joining, the history of the jo- In the history of the oh league. Oh, my goodness. Joining guys like Peyton, Breeze, and Brady. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Uh, and, and that's the company that he's been surrounded by, by the way, for the statistics that he's been putting up. <laughs> However, the right. turnovers, he's got more than like seven quarterbacks combined as far as interceptions are concerned in the NFL. But again, I just think that it's at a point now, Jay, where I don't – here's where, I, here's where I, 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 I kind of peel back for a second. Bridge, bridge deal. Yep. Like give kind of a Foles type deal where it's a two-year – He's averaging 20, 25 million a season, two year, 50, three year, 65. You see what I'm saying? Where you're not. I mean, you're uh, still getting paid either way. Of course he is. He's still getting paid. But again, you're not. And I know that you're kind of delaying the inevitable, whether you're attaching yourself long term to the guy. But at least that gives you an option that if it does go south quickly, you have an opportunity to get out. And that's what I think we're in for. I don't think they franchise tag him. I don't think you see a long-term $100 million contract for Jameis. I think you're going to see a Nick Foles type where he gets a two-year, three-year with maybe a team option on the third year, and he gets anywhere from 50 to $75 million. And I think that's the smartest option for this team to do because you have a guy who is blossoming under Bruce Arian's system, and you want them to click and connect. Remember, he's had so much turnover from an offensive coordinator standpoint too. You're finally having some continuity. I don't think they go all in, but I think they do right by Jameis and his organization. I think they keep him, and, and they still try to develop him into what they think he could be, which is – a a Pro Bowl and 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 all all NFL type quarterback. It's been tough to project his his outlook for years now. One guy the Rays are hoping projects into a monster slugger because he did it in Japan was newly signed Ray Yoshi Sutsugo. Yoshi, this guy has got some swagger and he's really got a cool story. So they signed him for two years, twelve million dollars. They're breaking out the bank relatively for the Rays. For a power hitter, left-handed bat from Japan who's been an icon and a superstar in that country. So much so, the dude has his own music in, in chant in the middle of games. It's pretty fun. Uh, there's like 14 people at Rays games, so I don't think they'll be doing the chant. Oh, come on. There'll be, there'll be some dedicated Rays Yeah, the, the I mean, you could see on the they'll, big board. They'll, they'll, they'll mix it in with the, the cowbell somehow, but they'll be doing somehow. the chant. Uh, I hope this dude can hit bombs because you look at his tape in Japan, you never know how it's going to translate. The guy can put a hole through the roof at the drop well, if he gets a hole. Well, of here's one. one of the things that I love. So we, we on this podcast specifically, laud the efforts of guys like Eric Neander and Kevin Cash. Sutsugo had higher offers monetarily and longer term offers too. But he said the Rays were one of the first organizations to show interest in him. Cash and Neander both flew to California to see him Personally, in a workout, Cash had a face-to-face lunch with him. It's like the Yankees to sell him Cole, just about three hundred yeah, million dollars less. A lot of million, but to California. But here's the thing: yeah. 
we I slammed the the trade of Tommy Pham. You applauded it from a from a personality standpoint and 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 how he didn't necessarily match. I didn't applaud it. All I said was you don't you didn't freak like the out. Guy. You didn't like the guy. Don't freak out because there there's going to be a corresponding move. Guess what? This is it. This was the move and for they, less money and for less money and younger for a guy who gets on base quite as frequently as Pham does has better power. Now, defensively, you still don't know what you're going to get from him. Fan was terrible defensively. Fan was terrible so. defensively. And Sutsugo is versatile. He could play third. He could play the outfield. He could play first base. So so there's that flexibility. Remember, this team values flexibility. I just, you don't know how guys are going to translate coming from Japan to the majors. That's no the idea. only thing. You have no uh, idea. Obviously, he comes, you know, highly, highly regarded. He He's put up monster numbers power-wise. He gets on base. Uh, you know, he, he fits in well in clubhouses. You just don't know what you're going to get. And that's what I think is when you have a team that won 97 games, 96 games, and 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 is close, is close to challenging for that division, mm, is close. Not anymore. Is close. Understand uh, understand with that with that rotation. But the, the Rays rotation is on par. Which kind of – It's on par. Not anymore. The Rays rotation's which, on par. Which it kind of sucks because they are really good. And they are pretty much subject to, for the next three to four years, the wild card game. So every year, their season, if they get there, is going to hinge on a one-game playoff. With the exception of injuries that can happen to clubs and, and getting teams in. Look at the Red Sox this year. You didn't expect right. them to, to bottom out. And and the Yankees were obviously very good, and they're going to be very good for, for quite some time. But, I mean, the, the Rays rotation is good. It is good. Great. Morton, Glasnow, Snell. You know, if Honeywell can ever get healthy, you've got him there. Yanni Chirinos. Yanni Chirinos, Ryan Yarbrough. I mean, they've they've got a lot of talent. And they've got guys in the in the minors that are that are on the cusp of no joining doubt. this rotation too. So they're going to be there, and and they might not be you know one A and one B, but but there's a clear one and two rotations in the American League, and and the Yankees and Rays are are arguably in the top three. So. I, I like the Sutsugo move. I, I like that this team is thinking outside of the box, as they always do getting guys. He's going to plug right in the middle of their order. They expect him to be productive. M- remember, they what was it, two years ago, they hit the most homers in the league, right? And and it won them 90 games. Now they're trying to blend what they did last year with the on-base and, and the clutch hitting and their defense and also blend a little bit of power in. I think they're finally finding that mix. However... How in the hell are you going to hit Garrett Cole, and how are you going to take down the Yankees yes. 19 times a year, plus competing with with your old buddy Heim Bloom and the Red Sox, who are shedding salary and trying to get younger and get better pieces there? I, I just I, I applaud them for being creative. I just don't know how you're going to do it. Whatever, however this translates, we've said this before. I have all the confidence in the world in Eric Nander. If they go out and pay this kid Sutsugo, he's probably going to translate to the bigs and hit bombs, and it's going to be freaking awesome. Time now for. Don't praise me, bro. Who you got? You know, the Knicks are such a dumpster fire. Yeah, they are. What do they have? The the worst win percentage in the NBA since 98 or something like since, that, right? Uh, this last, since the turn of the century. Yeah, yes. it's, it's been really bad. James Dolan is one of the worst owners in all of sports. I You have to question. Now, the only thing I like about the Knicks right now, my boy Mike Miller is the head coach. The interim coach. Yeah. Right by now the way, Fizz. We might be starting to see that Fizz is not a good NBA coach. Uh, that's okay. Come back to Miami, bro. I'll take him right back on the Heat staff. Uh, you look Love at Fizz. You look at like the Knicks are playing harder. They're playing better since he's gone. And I always had the perception perception he was a great coach. But I think it's not like I sat down and watched Memphis Grizzlies games and him coach them. I think I just kind of went along with everyone else. It's like, oh, Fizz is a great mind. Like. Yo, that team sucked under him. Speaking of Fizz, by the way, a long time Miami Heat assistant worked with the big three. Dude. Chris Bosh just liked one of my tweets. I love that. It's cool, pretty bro. cool. I said, Congrats, Chris Bosh. Uh Hall of Fame nominee. Liked my tweet. It's pretty cool. Cool. Yeah. 
CB, CB, CB1, baby. So, Chris uh, Bosch, involved in the greatest play in Miami Heat history. Love you guys going to hang out Love him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to come on the pod. You want him to join the pod? That would be great. Ask him to come on the pod. Yeah, I will. I'll tweet him. Hey, man, come on the pod. Hey, we were just talking about you on our podcast. Bosch would be great. Yeah, that'd Bosch be awesome. would be great. Uh, my Don't Praise Me, bro, on the subject of the Knicks. They hired David Blatt oh, as a as a basketball operations consultant. What the hell do you want David Blatt to consult on your basketball team? The only reason why he won games in Cleveland was because LeBron. he had LeBron James on his team. Actually, David Blatt is the guy that compared his job, by the way. He said, and I, I, I shit you not, he said that NBA coaches, okay, they have to make about two to 300 decisions a game. He compared that to fighter pilots. He said they're basically the same job because you have to make as many decisions in a game. And by the way, Blatt, one of the things he's known for most is calling a timeout when he didn't have any timeouts left. You have LeBron James. You point and you tell LeBron, go do what you do. Why is he being hired as a consultant, James Dolan, for your basketball team? The Knicks are trash. David Blatt is trash. Love you, Mike Miller. Hopefully, hopefully things work out for you in New York or somewhere else. Don't praise me, bro. God, the Knicks do it again. Jacoby Ellsbury. Your boy. One of the. No, no, no. Not one of the. Your boy. The worst contract in the history of Major League Baseball. One more time. The worst contract in the history. There's been some really bad contracts. The history of Major League Baseball. There's been some really bad contracts. Seven years, $153 million to do absolutely nothing. To do, we could debate worst contracts. There ever. is no debate. It's the worst contract in the history of baseball. So the Yankees cut Jacoby Ellsbury this offseason. What was that? What was the? What was it again? I'm interrupting. Seven you. for one fifty three. Okay. What about Homer Bailey? Six for one hundred five. Okay. You still got. That's pretty bad. You got innings out of him. That Mc, was that was for the Giants. That was for Homer Bailey. Was for the Reds. <laughs> and then he went to the Giants. Yeah. But look at the front end of that contract. He pitched well. Oh, God. He pitched well. It was terrible. He's been hurt most of the deal, though. So that's one. Okay, that's one. Um, how about Carl Crawford, seven years, 142 for the Red Sox? You that got was some pretty years bad. In, then he went to the Dodgers. Here's, here's the worst one. Chris Davis, seven years, no, 161. No, because Chris Davis is still playing. Chris Davis can still play. Even if, dude, he's he had one of the worst averages in Major League Baseball history. Jacoby Ellsbury was cut by the Yankees this offseason. Seven, 153. He's on this list, though, Ellsbury. Chris he's Fielder. now mm. trying to recoup. Because all these contracts are guaranteed. However, according to the Yankees, he broke his contract by going to see a doctor that was not approved by the team for one of his myriad of injuries. Now the Players Union is filing a grievance against the Yankees to try to get that $26 million for this year because Ellsbury is claiming that he went to a doctor not approved by the team for an injury not related to baseball. That might be true. Maybe that's true. But you haven't played in two years. You're collecting $25 million plus each of those years from the Yankees. You're just you're sitting there collecting that check, doing absolutely nothing. You don't think to maybe tell the Yankees first, hey, whatever this ailment is, <laughs> can I just get approval to go see this doctor? It has nothing to do with baseball. I'm going to see this doctor. Just so you don't run into this scenario and piss away potentially $26 million. You can't even get that right. Go to the Yankees. Ask for permission. Get your $26 million. You may still get it with this grievance. 
But now you have to go through this grievance. And if you don't, it's because you're a fool. Pablo Sandoval was pretty Don't bad. praise me, bro. David Wright was pretty bad. No, David Wright wasn't pretty Those bad. bad contract. David Wright he made bad one all-star appearance Pablo's after was. he signed his long-term deal. Because David, well, David Wright is an all-time great Captain Met. America. I know. You and, love him. You love him. And, well, I'm not a Mets fan. He's just yeah, an all-time just great him. Met. You love him. Captain America. How could you not love him? And not one single Mets fan would tell you that was, yes, the D, it ended up being unfortunate, but no one looks at that like they look at the Ellsbury There's contract. some bad contracts in baseball. You can get me started on baseball and, and salary caps. There's some bad contracts in baseball. And and that, that leads me to this. you This Garrett Cole signing, these long-term deals like this where you're paying guys 300 and, what is it, 25 million, 24 million? What's he getting? 24? 324. 324. It rarely works out. No, it they rarely work works out. Like the they, Albert Pujols deal, even the A Rod 10, 10 year two hundred and seventy five didn't work out. Here's the thing about a few of those: the A Rod deal and the first Sabathia deal. You won, you won a World Series on the front end of both of those contracts. Understood. If the Yankees one won the World, World Series though, that's, one that's all you're. Gonna, but that's the expect. You can't expect to go they, out. They haven't won a World Series this decade. They haven't gone after a fish like that. Now they got Garrett Cole. You win the World Series next year. No matter what happens the rest of the way, that contract's worth it. That you win the World Series next year, anytime, and over let's those say, nine let's years, say you win one over World Series, and, and and Garrett Cole blows out his elbow and never pitches again. It's worth well, it. Well, they'll get that. They'll recoup that money. Uh, okay. If they win, let's just say they win one World Series next year, and Garrett Cole wins the Cy Young, the next eight years, it doesn't I, matter. It's a wash. It's it's a win. Okay. They won a World right. Series, dude. And a lot of people will feel that way because the back end of these long term deals look miserable. It's about the front end. The Giancarlo Stanton contract is another one. Well, I said that for the Yeah, game. I mean, the, uh, that was atrocious. It was atrocious but, for the Marlins, but it was atrocious listen, for the Yankees to take that. Those, those Will are, it be worth it, though, if the Yankees win a World Series taking on Giancarlo Stanton? If he does something. If he does something. <laughs> I'm just well, using not, your logic not, here. Yeah, if he does something. All right. If they win it and he plays three games, then no. But Cole, uh, no, no doubt. I, the utmost faith. Those are some monster contracts. I know two that aren't that monster. We'll see you next week.